If you had to write music that sounded Russian, where would you start? Welcome to Top Score from Classical Minnesota Public Radio. I'm Emily Reese. Company of Heroes 2 is set on the eastern front of World War II. That's where nearly half of all casualties happened in the war. Composer Chris Velasco and the developer Relic Games wanted to go for a Russian sound, and they did it with a full symphony orchestra. Even with such a large ensemble, Chris focused heavily on two instruments, solo cello and solo violin. is based on battles that actually happened in World War II on the Eastern Front. So how did that realistic aspect kind of shape the score that you wrote? Well, we obviously went for a Russian-flavored score. Um, I did a lot of sort of listening and research into, you know, you hear music and you think, oh, that sounds very Russian, but it's sort of like, well, why does that sound Russian? And, right. And so I sort of delved into that a bit and we didn't want to go overtly Russian so um, there's kind of a mix of that plus some like German style music of the time it's kind of all mixed in with with my own style and and uh, that's what we went for About Russian composers for a second. You um, you actually touched on a question I wanted to ask because what do you feel uh, Russian elements are in music, in classical music? What does that sound like to you? You know, we actually started out listening to a lot of kind of folk music of, of the time and not just Russian, sort of Eastern European. And we were going to go that, that route, but it turned out to just not work that well in the context of the game. So I started listening to a lot of bigger orchestral stuff, you know, like symphonic works by Shostakovich and Prokofiev and Rachmaninoff, and it was some great ear training for me. cliche to ha- kind of have the, the all-male chorus in there and mm-hmm. tried not to overuse it too much but I think most people they hear that sound and that is instantly Russian for them sure and in fact I even reached out to the Red Army Choir and they unfortunately did not return my my calls or emails <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I thought that it would be you know amazing to you know record these guys like fly out to Moscow and have them performing on the soundtrack, but I guess they were not interested or already booked or something. (laughs) 
You did work with a, an orchestra and a choir, though, over in, were they Russian or European? I can't remember now. I went to the Czech Republic. That's right. Right. So, obviously, the Czech Republic was, you know, has a very strong Russian influence there. Yes. Or had, but it, it, it sort of lingers. Yes. Most people in the choir spoke Russian, actually. Mm. You know, they were really great about all the, you know, the proper pronunciations and inflections. And, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of came up with text for the for the choir and then we sort of did a English transliteration of of the Russian and you know to my eyes and in ears that aren't that familiar with the language I thought oh this you know fits the music perfectly it's got the right amount of syllables and then I, I brought it to the session and and everybody was up in arms saying like yeah you would never pronounce it like this you can't <laughs> hold this syllable out too long and it's like oh boy well you know no one's gonna really know maybe we could just do it anyways because it this fits the music and they were so adamant about it, and at the end of the day, I'm I'm really glad I, I went with their decision because it just lends a little bit more credibility to the score. Uh, but we did have to do some kind of last-minute rearranging of, of choir and lengthening and shortening notes and stuff to make sure they were all pronouncing it correctly. You've talked um, about Company of Heroes 2 in in the past just recently about how important the concept art was for you. Can you explain how that guided you for the music? I think art in general is one of my biggest inspirations when I'm writing. Always loved art. I've now, like, my studio is, you know, looking more like like an art gallery or museum. Hmm. Um, You know, before they've really started the game and they've got all the concept art, that stuff looks just amazing and you know I think people are are visual creatures you know and so to have them describe like oh there's this big battle and there's a frozen lake and the you know the tanks are falling through uh, Mm -hmm. because the ice can't support them and there's these burning buildings in the background and you know that that all sounds really great and I could write the score to that but Mm -hmm. what really helps is actually seeing that yes you know imagine it is one thing but um, having you know this tangible thing that I can hold and look at is that just really for me kind of gets the creative juices going. a couple of soloists really, really well. There's cello and violin. I'm pretty sure I heard English horn. I think there's a flute solo. Can you tell me about using the soloists? And you also wrote a couple of duets, and I guess maybe we should start with the main theme because there's that beautiful duet between the violin and cello. Yeah, you know, the idea of the soloist was kind of left over from our original concept of doing a Russian folk band type type sure, score. Sure. And you know, like I said, that didn't work out, but me and the guys from Relic really kind of fell in love with that sound of of the solo violin and, and cello and mm-hmm. and thought it would really kind of be the voice sometimes of of these soldiers. It, you know, it's sort of kind of lonely. Um 
I have these two friends that I work with on almost every score, Nicole Garcia and Cameron Stone. And Nicole's on violin, Cameron's on cello. And from the beginning, like once we decided to keep some solo instruments in there, I knew I wanted to work with them and I wanted to write some tracks where it was almost like a, a double concerto yes. and some of the, the action pieces too, where you know the orchestra kind of drops out a bit and then these two guys sort of play off of each other. And I definitely spent a lot of time just thinking about those two instruments and how I wanted to feature them in the score. Company of Heroes 2 is a real-time strategy game. What changes for you as a composer? It has to be different than writing for like God of War or something like that. What changes? The tracks are definitely longer than what I'm accustomed to writing in a game. Okay. Which is nice because it it lets them breathe and evolve rather than I think in a real-time strategy you're you know that music could be playing for for quite some time and you don't want the kind of typical, you know, minute, minute and a half combat loop that, right. that you see in so many games. Yeah. Uh, so we did talk about, you know, making the tracks longer. There's nothing shorter than three minutes. And whatever this means by saying like the typical game score, we were trying to not do that. I was mm -hmm. trying to write it more as if a lot of these pieces could be sort of concert pieces, just, just written specifically for orchestra to be performed sure. live somewhere. And, and, you know, if you've ever been to the symphony, you know, there's, there's a lot of loud bits and then there's a lot of quiet bits. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of uncommon for games. So we did try to have some ebb and flow with the music that way. So that's one way that uh, we tried to differentiate the score for an RTS. Also, it was just kind of the implementation. We talked about the most effective way to, to bring in the music and, and take it out. And one thing I really don't like also when I'm playing a game is like the combat starts and then immediately the music kicks in. Yes. And then stays in until, <laughs> you know, the very last guy is down. And, you know, in this game, there could be like one little guy hiding behind a barn that you don't ever see. And, and the, <laughs> you know, I would hate to have this music thundering on while <laughs> like, where's the guy? I don't know. But man, this music is really wearing on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea was to have the, you know, start a big battle. And then, you know, however many seconds into it, we, we imagine, okay, things are going to be pretty heated at that point. There's going to be a lot of gunfire, mortars going off, grenades, everything, people yelling and then slowly fade in the combat music. So you never really notice it coming in, but suddenly you're playing like, oh, hey, there's music. And it, it kind of ramps up the, the emotion a little bit. And then same thing, like just kind of gradually take it out again so that maybe you don't notice that it, that it went out, but you finish the battle and it's like, oh, 
I didn't just hear that hard cut on the music. Like, not that ever hearing music on a battlefield is is realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it it helps the experience instead of detracting. I haven't for a few years really been able to do a, a fully symphonic score, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of my, my first love for music. Yes. And it was really nice to be able to just kind of dive in and know, okay, this isn't a hybrid score. This is, this is just me and the orchestra. And the whole thing was just a lot of fun. It, this is the kind of music I really enjoy doing. And um, it was nice for Relic to let me do it. I was very uh, thrilled that Sega and Relic and something else music were able to get together and they released a soundtrack. And I actually did kind of an informal poll online to see, okay, for the people that will buy this, do you want a complete score or do you want me to pick my favorite tracks and kind of make it just a a slightly shortened but great listening experience? Mm -hmm. And probably 99% came back saying, full score we'll we'll make our own company of heroes mixtape if we want it so uh so i did put out the cd and it's got almost the whole score there's a a few tracks that just didn't make sense to put on there but for the most part everything i did is on the score so if people like it it is available on itunes Obviously, you're a gamer, but do you play real-time strategy games ever? I do. I'm actually a, a huge StarCraft fan. Okay. And I had never played the first Company of Heroes, but I have been playing Company of Heroes 2, <laughs> and it is hard. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm not good at the uh, you know the micromanaging and, yeah. and stuff. And yeah. Also, the, the way they did the sounds, it is so realistic. They went out and recorded everything. Wow. Man, it's almost like I'm, you know, 30 minutes into it. I am completely overwhelmed and like cowering under the desk. But it's people seem to really love it. It it was a lot of fun, but I am not ready to start challenging people online yet. <laughs> I need to whoop the AI a few more times first. Thanks for talking to me today, Chris. It was nice to hear your voice again. Yeah, my pleasure. Let's uh, let's not wait another year.
You've been listening to Top Score from Classical NPR. I'm Emily Reese. Find out more about Chris and Company of Heroes 2 on our website, classicalnpr.org slash topscore. You can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Topscore Podcast, and also download episodes on iTunes. (laughs) 